Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, Father God. Greetings from heavenly Jerusalem. I love you guys so much. We pray for the full grace of the seven spirits of God that make the bright morning star to shine on your faces so that there is no misunderstanding for what I have to say to you. It's in the favor of God that a person saved. Grace by faith. Amen. In Jesus Christ, that's how we're saved. Not by works, not by rituals. No flesh can boast. Brains can't do it. He was crucified at Golgotha, which in English means skull hill. It is the gift of salvation that is the unfolding revelation of the ever-increasing glory of the gospel of God. Look at those eyebrows go up. She got something back there. I was totally nodding in agreement with my eyebrows. People always ask, what's that girl doing in the background? Is she high? I get so distracted, I have to stare at her the whole time. <laughs> it's really funny because I, I figure me doing absolutely nothing is the least distracting I could possibly be. <laughs> yeah. Well, people don't understand, I guess, ecstasy, rapture. No, they don't. <laughs> living in the drunken glory. The Holy Spirit is called the wine of the new covenant in the Bible. And at Pentecost, they were drunk on the Holy Spirit. And we live a lifestyle of Holy Spirit intoxication because that's actually what real Christianity is all about. Mm. The cup of the new covenant and the cup of salvation and the cup of joy. And uh, with it comes tremendous persecution by the religious people that don't drink the cup of salvation. They drink a cup of yuck, a cup of self-efforts, and a cup of dry religious nonsense and dry religious interpretations of the scripture that just kill, steal, and destroy from their lives. And so they're all a bunch of miserable wretches, and that's not Christianity. Christianity is a celebration of the triumphant Lamb who died and rose again. I mean, Christianity is the most celebrational activity once you get involved in true Holy Spirit Christianity. The Holy Spirit is the happiest person. I mean, there is absolutely nobody on earth happier than the Holy Spirit. It's incredibly important that you understand that the Holy Spirit is 100% the presence of God the Father, 100% the presence of Jesus Christ on earth. You have the fullness of the Father and the fullness of the Son in the living God who's present called the Holy Spirit. You didn't get a lesser part of the Father or a lesser part of the Son. You got the entire spirit man of the living God. And that's all we need. We don't need the second coming of Jesus. Unless you have the Holy Spirit, that won't even be a time of rewards for you. Unless you're a friend of the Holy Spirit and dependent on the Holy Spirit, the second coming of, Holy, of Jesus Christ will be tragic for so many Christians that didn't live in the power of the Holy Spirit. But there's still plenty of time to repent and live in the fullness of the living God, the presence of the Holy Spirit. Which in the book of Revelation, did you know that the Holy Spirit, that term is not used a single time in the very last book of the Bible? which might be the most important book of the Bible for this generation because it's all about being victorious and conquering and overcoming the great red dragon and overcoming all the potent sorcery and overcoming all the religion of the river Euphrates, the counterfeit river of life. 
and all the things that we're required to overcome in this generation are written about in the book of Revelation. Some stuff doesn't pertain to us, but a lot of it does. In Revelation 7, it talks about the great soul harvest of the one billion souls that rally around the throne of Jesus Christ from every nation, tribe, and tongue. These are those who come out of the great tribulation. (laughs) Do you know that you're living in the time of the great tribulation? You've been in it. Absolutely great tribulation. Really, I believe it started when they started murdering the babies in America in 1973 or whatever. Because then only one in three of people my age came, came into the world in the United States. Only one out of three. So that's way more than what Herod did to the babies to try to kill Jesus and what Pharaoh did to the babies to try and kill Moses. So this really is a Moses and a Jesus type situation here in the USA. And most of the Christians are still not understanding that it's only by the glory of God that we can destroy such angelic evil. You're not dealing with human evil. Humans are just puppets to the spirit world. You're dealing with angelic evil. And the only thing that can take out angelic principalities and powers in America with the strongest sorcery that's ever been conjured called the Scottish Rite Freemasonry is the glory of God. You need the fullness of the seven spirits of God. The Scottish Rite are not playing around. I tell you the truth, there's some Luciferians that have been trained in sorcery directly from Lucifer. You know, that started the Scottish Rite, that the Freemasonry can check out the, the library of Freemasonry in Washington, D.C., walk right in there, and there's huge sculptures to the fallen angels. There's 100,000 books in there to how to become a powerful warlock and a powerful sorcerer. And many of your presidents were sorcerers of the Scottish Scottish Rite, of Albert Pike, who's really like the counterfeit son of God that started the whole Luciferian movement and created the Mafia and created almost all of the abominations of evil and uh, of World War One and World War Two and a planned World War Three. Uh, but this doesn't need to happen. The plans of the devil do not need to happen, guys. We need to rise to the occasion and shut down all the plans of the devil and the sons of the devil, known as the Scottish Rite. And I say that with full confidence, knowing that I'm correct, because I've had to deal with it every day in ministry. You get spiritual enough, you start dealing with these angelic principalities and powers, not because you want to. I mean, it's disgusting business, but you have to. As it's written, we wrestle not with flesh and blood but with principalities, powers, thrones, and dominions, spiritual wickedness in high places. And we absolutely are wrestling with angelic principalities and powers over the United States of America to set the captives free from the throne of Lucifer because the Christians are under false light covering. The Christians are the main ones we want to set free because all of their spirits are already born again. Now we just got to get their minds born again to get into agreement with their regenerated spirits because you walk around Christians it's like astonishing I've done it for 18 years where their spirits totally born again regenerated but that's not the mind of Christ they're operating out of it's Galatians 3.1 bewitchment it's the massive majority of Christians not just in the USA but the entire world but the thing about the USA of all the leadership that's here is Satan has put all of his strongest sorcery in this place to stop the leadership of the body of Christ from breaking three. I mean, 
You go into India, we're doing tons and tons of work through the internet and in India right now and in the Philippines. It's like there is no barrier of sorcery there. It's just the tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands gobbling it up, just rejoicing in the sons of God. But not so in America, and the reason why is because of the concentration of the most powerful sorcerers on planet Earth that have led this world in a counterfeit Luciferian way. And that's why it's really hard here. I mean, you deal with some stuff here that you will not deal with in India, that you will not deal with in the Philippines, that you will not deal with in many third world countries, because the first world countries are so powerful in sorcery. So we must raise a standard and be stronger than the sorcery of Lucifer, stronger than the sorcery of the great red dragon. It's real. The dragon... His tail swept one-third of the stars. That's all the power of sorcery. And we have the bright and morning star that made the stars, the source of all light. Let me say that again. The source of all light is our God, the bright morning star. His name is Jesus Christ the Messiah, the Savior of the world. And the removal and the forgiveness of all the sins of the world that the Lamb of God removes is actually the removal of all sorcery. Sorcery is the same exact thing as sin. It's simply the presence of darkness on the mind so that they're blind. As it's written in Isaiah, darkness on the land and deep darkness on the people. The deep darkness on the people is written about in the book of Revelation where people be so bound up in the cage of their brains that their dove spirit life can't even come out. Even though they want it to come out, they can't break free. So we need something called the favor of the seven spirits of God. The seven spirits of God is the Holy Spirit. I tell you the truth. In the book of Revelation, the terminology of Holy Spirit is not used once, but the terminology of the seven spirits of God is used several times. Because when you get to know the Lord of all the earth, the maker of heaven and earth, you get to know Him perfectly. You get to know Him as the seven spirits of God. That is the menorah, the light of heavenly Jerusalem. On earth as it is in heaven. The reason why heaven is heaven and not hell is because it has the seven spirits of God, the menorah, the light of the world is sourced in heavenly Jerusalem which made this world. The counterfeit has the light of the stars and the sun and the moon and it's called Babylon the Great. Dragon tail light. That's the counterfeit glory light that everyone in Babylon basks in. And they have to use that light to manipulate one another. They use it for greed. They use it for oppression. That's Luciferian light. That's what sorcery, that's what darkness actually is. It's false glory. And it has the appearance of light in the truth and knowledge of good and evil, but it's pure Darkness. It's pure slavery to the fallen angels. Pure slavery to the beast and the false prophet and the great red dragon. Pure sorcery. So the only thing that can remove such evil of the great red dragon is the glory of God. And the glory of God is the menorah of the seven spirits of God sent to us on Pentecost through the slain lamb of Revelation chapter 5 verse 6. So that we can be glorified as it's written in John 17, Father, I have given them the glory that they may be one even as we are one. Amen.
<laughs> so he has given us the glory. Why is my cat going crazy over there? I don't know. He's never done that before. Los in Jesus' name. <laughs> Hallelujah. And look at you wearing a cat shirt. Ah. Do I have to go fight witchcraft on every front? Cats symbolize witchcraft. Oh, Lord Jesus, have mercy on our souls. It'll get so much easier, too, as so many people repent and get deeper in the glory, more glorified in the glory, and go from glory to glory, which is the narrow path. I mean, most Christians don't even know you can live in the glory, that you can live totally sin-free, not even led by your brain at all, led by the spirit of glory that created the heavens and the earth. I mean... We, we read that in the Bible, in the book of John, it says, and the Spirit will lead you and guide you into all truth. But who lets the glory of God and the great glory on the throne be the leader of their life? Are you led by the glory? Well, you're wise. If you're not led by the glory, God demands repentance because He doesn't want you to hurt yourself. That's why, because He actually loves you so perfectly, He doesn't want you going into slavery to starlight sin and deceptions and lies. People go into bondage to lies all the time because they're not led by the glory or they think it's the glory and sometimes they're just not wise enough to tell the difference between the glory and an angel coming as an angel of light that's a fallen angel. That happens every single day. I mean, we've seen at least 100,000 people be taken away by fallen angels after they're introduced to Red Letter Ministries because they have so little discernment, they don't know the devil from the bright morning star that hits them in the face with a two-by-four. And it's sad because you should be disciples. We've had 2,000 years of wisdom down here from the prophets and apostles, but it seems like this potent sorcery is so strong that even the elect can be deceived, it is written. And we see the elect deceived. We see prophets real prophets and real apostles deceived in America. We do. And I love these prophets and I love these apostles, but they've stirred up a lot of trouble and a lot of warfare against the sons of God. Not even knowingly. They don't know what they're doing. Every day it's like, Father God, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. It's just because it's such greater light, such greater freedom outside the four walls of the church, they don't even know what it is. They don't know if it's the devil or Jesus and the religious nature that is everywhere often judges the things that it doesn't understand, which is very, very foolish. So you want to come with a childlike heart and not judge things you don't understand because we're going to have to get into a lot of stuff that we have not seen before. That's all in heavenly Jerusalem, all written in the Bible, but we haven't seen manifested in our lives before because we come out of such deep religion. And some of us come out of such deep rebellion. We come out of a lot of sin, guys, in America. I mean, we come out of the deepest sin. Sexual immorality is advertised everywhere starting at age 12, just constantly bombarded with immorality. And, and lust is death. It's not a small sin. It's actually, it says in the book of Acts, anyone that sins in lust actually is murdering their body. And people get so deceived that 
You just got 100,000 Christian boys addicted to pornography and they're murdering their bodies, allowing Abaddon, the angel of death, right into their souls. And they're terribly demonized. Anytime you participate in lust, there's always the presence of demons. 100% of the time. I mean, that's not a coincidence that you're tempted all the time. There's demons tempting you. The table of demons, the Apostle Paul writes about, always offering temptations for the flesh and the sinful carnal nature. Religion is terrible temptations there, and pornography and alcohol and tobacco and drugs, all these nasty things that will kill, steal, and destroy your lives. And then the table of the Lord. And you have the bread and wine of angels being offered you. We just need to grow in the bread and wine of angels so much more strongly that it just shatters the altar of demons that constantly tempts our people with counterfeits. Religion is the most deceptive of them all and there's nothing even close. Religion is so evil, all of them. Christian religion, Muslim religion, Jewish religion, Hindu religion, Buddhist religion, it's all wrong. Now I'm saying the closest one is Christian religion, but key word there is religion. Jesus is the Messiah, but he's the least religious person you'll ever meet. He's a being of pure glory. And you're only in the right stuff if you're in that glory. Pure life. If you're in the pure light of Jesus, you're a religion-free zone. You're just a party zone. You're a fun zone. You're a pure bliss zone. (laughs) I mean, and there's just nothing sad in you and around you because you're in the real Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, who endured the cross, scorned the shame for the joy that was before him. And he's obviously gotten into that perfect joy, seated at the right hand of the Father in perfect joy, and now we're his body if we're in his perfect joy, which is heaven itself. Anyone that's not in the perfect joy is not even in heaven because he's in the perfect joy which is also called ecstasy and rapture, which is pure spiritual prayer, which simply means you're full of heaven and you're not a fake Christian. A lot of fakes, but when you're full of joy, you're full of heaven. You're full of the real deal. And that's what actually Satan is scared of the most because he doesn't care about 100 million fakes in Babylon. But when you get into the real substance of heavenly Jerusalem and the throne of Jesus Christ, he will put everything he has against you. He will turn everyone in your house against you. He will turn every ministry against you. Anyone that has even a cable and a cord into money, he will turn against you. Because that's all Satan's got is the natural realm, the dust of the earth, as it's written in the false story of Genesis. He gave the serpent the dust of the earth, which is the natural realm. So if you don't live out of your brain and you don't live out of the dust of the earth and you don't live out of the flesh and live 100% out of the roots of David and the bright morning star of the seven spirits of God, you are a holy massacre to Satan and his angels. The natural realm is so just massacred by you everywhere you go that it's not even funny anymore. I mean, you just win, 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 win. Anyone that's still stuck in their brains loses, loses, loses at an accelerated rate because the fragrance of Christ is so much stronger in your life, and that's the fragrance of death to those that are dying, but life to those that are ever living. But that's what God wants anyway, to separate the sheep from the goats, the wise from the foolish, the wheat from the tares. 
so that there be no deception as to what is real Christianity and fake. Because there's so much fake here that keeps everyone in the world deceived thinking that's what Jesus is like. Jesus Christ is a being of pure light, pure glory, pure love and joy and peace, and pure bright morning star firepower. Pure firepower. There's not one weak thing about him. He's not a gentle lamb. Nuh-uh. That's the lamb to the slaughter. He's already slaughtered 2,000 years ago. Pentecost is the revealing of the lion of the tribe of Judah and the seven blazing torches. It's time to become soldiers of the Holy Spirit and stop playing around with the weakness of the flesh and the weakness of rebellion and the weakness of religion and get very, very strong in the seven spirits of God. And Joel's army will. Many are called. And you know what? Many are chosen. Many are called and many are chosen. Many will rise to the occasion. Many will hear these words and understand these words in the favor of the bright morning star shining on their faces. They will heed the call and understand only the glory of God can destroy the evils in this world. Only the glory of God can destroy poverty. Only the glory of God can destroy sickness and disease. Only the glory of God can destroy the great red dragon. Only the glory of God is our victory. There is no victory apart from His light. And He is the source of all light. That's what makes us, His bride, the light of the world, the salt of the earth the city of heavenly Jerusalem on a hill. Unless we're heavenly Jerusalem to this world, we can't even help people because we're still outside the city gates with the dogs and sorcerers. We need to be inside the city gates, and this is exactly how you enter the city gates. By the renewing of your mind, by the washing of the water of the word, by a full repentance, a brother uses this word all the time, metanoia. It's the word repentance in the New Testament. It talks about changing your mind to be into agreement with the mind of Christ. Zero brain, 100% bright morning star. I like this analogy. No meatball, no brain. That's the flesh. He was crucified. Skull Hill, Golgotha. Zero brain, 100% bright morning star. The bright morning star will massacre angelic principalities and powers. The meatball just loses, just suffers, just gets frustrated. It's absolutely worthless. Jesus Christ said the flesh is absolutely worthless. John chapter 6, he says it counts for nothing. The only flesh he was ever talking about is the human brain. The one everyone wastes their entire life on and has no rewards when they die and go to heaven. It's time to get into the rewards and develop our spirit. So we can have silver, gold, and gemstones in the river of life flowing through our hearts and through our crucified souls. Through our crucified minds. So that we no longer live, but the bright morning star lives through us and shines through us ever brighter to the full dawn of day for the ruling and reigning of the bride of Christ. Amen? Amen. That will remove all the demons of religions in the whole world. All you gotta do is Shine bright, like the bright morning star that you were created to shine with. 
You have the same exact seven spirits of God sent from God at Pentecost as I do. Every single one of you has the same exact gift as me. It's called the Holy Spirit. Just some people are more desperate for survival and to win than others, and so they get to know the Holy Spirit more than others. That's the only difference between all the ranks of Joel's army. How well do you know the seven spirits of God? How well do you know the great Holy Spirit? The fullness of the living God. Emmanuel our presence. Yahweh Shammah. It's time to know Him better and depend on Him with all our hearts and all our souls and all our bodies because we are the temples of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Partner with Red Letter Ministries. Just put in 250 bucks, and we sent this video last night into Cairo, Egypt, and 2,000 youth during Ramadan. Watch this video. It blew my mind, man. Ages 13 to 17, we're hitting them. We're hitting the Muslims. We're hitting the Christians. But the greatest response seems to be coming out of India and the Philippines by far. And it's awesome stuff because they just come in. They listen to it. There's so much glory on it. And they're just getting thousands of new people visiting the website truly through the internet we are discipling the world through facebook through twitter through instagram through youtube through social media this is god the father's plan for the great harvest people are waking up people feeling the glory of god we got a letter in the mail today from an 11 year old one of the most encouraging things that i read and she's like I know you guys are right because I can feel the glory of God on every word. I was like, oh man, that is so encouraging. <laughs> Out of the mouths of children comes perfect praise. Glory to God. So this is a tremendous time of kingdom advancement. We're pouring everything we got in, into the kingdom advancing through Muslim nations, Christian nations, Buddhist nations, everywhere. We're going to hit everywhere with the glory of God. Amen? It's harvest time, guys. Donate at redlettermen.com and be blessed. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Shaka. <laughs> Amen.